Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. You know what? We're starting off this episode today. I'm being combative, all right? Because I tried so hard and that so far. And in the end, it doesn't even matter. It starts with one thing. Uh, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. Unwarranted. They apparently, which also, welcome to page seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. We're here with um, Natalie Jean Zabrowski as well. And Molly, who is just looking at me with such true disgust. <laughs> I am Molly Neffel, and I am certain that this is not the first time you started the show with that song. I, it probably isn't, but it's been in my head because on last podcast this week, they, oh, were, yeah. they threw new metal under the goddamn bus. There was a lot of anger online regarding their opinions about Lincoln Park. Yeah, that's a uh, hornet's nest you don't want to kick. No, and I, the, you know the thing is that you know I never wanted to be a combatant against our brethren here on the network. But I gotta say, I have to stand up for new metal. I'm the one standing up for it because you know what it it was exactly how I felt for years, and I put them in my five CD chamber. Feed disc chamber, uh-huh. and man, and I would just listen to it over and over again, and I would just like scream about how no one understood me. Well, your older sister also was on that bandwagon, wasn't she? Did you grow up with it like pretty young? Well, I thought it was really cool because um, I we would go like Henry and Jessica and I had gone to see Metallica, so I was like, oh man, I'm like bad to the bone yeah which now <laughs> now when looking back i realized that it was that it wasn't bad to the bone so i think that's how i started listening to because in my brain which this is sacrilegious to say but in my brain that was all the same kind of music it was like it was Ooh, angry girl you're gonna, music you're, <laughs> gonna, oh, no, you're gonna want to watch out with you're that taking statement a, you're taking a different heart i'm not saying i'm not saying I, lo- I, I love metallica i'm not saying that i'm saying this in a good way for me uh-huh. but i also know yes i'm probably going to get yelled at for this um, at least by Henry, because I know that I should never compare Metallica to Linkin Park. They are very different things. I don't know anything about music, though, is the thing. You know, at this stage, Metallica and Linkin Park aren't that different. I'm also going to get uh, yelled that, at for that. Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. We're just we're just breaking down barriers on today's page seven. I mean, I the thing I is, people. I live with... <laughs> I my husband is a member of the Generation X and he is also a metalhead and so I think that as millennials we might have a different 
perspective on this because I think that a Generation X metalhead would be absolutely appalled to have their metal associated with the new metal of the millennial era, which, you know, the millennial junior high era. Yeah. Would your... Does your husband consider Metallica, like, hardcore metal? Because they're not, to me, that hardcore from that era. I'm, I'm already out of my league here. I feel like I'm already out ahead of my skis. <laughs> I can't, if I speak for him about what he, how he classifies Metallica, I don't, <laughs> no, but just, I don't think he thinks that they're particularly hardcore, but he does like, you know, he's like a Slayer guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Metallica guy, like, and that, and I feel like the, it's a, He's never named like a late '90s new metal in, in the same life as naming any of those other bands. Maybe it's it's crawling in his skin. You know the thing is that like <laughs> they just really they knew how to yell. They knew how to yell the way it just like just made my 13 year old heart burst. I think it is. That's I mean it's great for 13 year olds. And I think the reason I grew up in the punk scene, so. To me, that was it was too overproduced. It was too studio. You, if it was yeah. if it was real, it had to be kind of bad. Yeah, no. Yeah, and there, <laughs> there had to be no yeah, money. Me too. Putting the album together. <laughs> well, so you went to I see want three chords. Yes, <laughs> three chords. Exactly. You went to see Guns N' Roses this year, right? Oh, I am a an avid Guns N' Roses fan. Which and that's uh, you turned me on to Guns N' Roses because I mean as we all know here on uh, it is page 7 canon that I had never heard November Rain before <laughs> and Marcus had no idea how I had never heard that song and then he played it for me and I still didn't know the song. And so now I'm trying to get to know Guns N' Roses better especially after living with you and Henry as well that I'm just like learning about um you know theatrical metal. Yeah, it's like uh like stadium metal but like in the sense that i think i consider queen where it's very um it's like um emo metal a little bit yeah uh where it's like yeah it's stadium rock but i mean no the music video to november rain gotta say which i ended up watching all of it and uh it's uh it's it's heartfelt there's a lot of stuff there's a lot there's of, a lot in of it. stuff in it <laughs> I have had such a like queen essence and I'm so happy and thankful about it because like I did not have any cultural uh, exposure when I was a child. I just didn't. It was just, you know, bereft. And and uh, and the only time I ever heard queen was like at like literally in stadiums like at if i was at like the local stadium the, the like town stadium for like a hockey yeah. event yeah, you know and events. they played we will rock you right like something like that and uh and, and so i thought i always grew up thinking queen was for jocks and which is hilarious was like, that's very funny like, right like but I so did those jocks yeah that's what's really thing. fun those jocks also thought it was for yeah. them yeah which makes me laugh. It was, and I was just mortified to learn that, uh, you know, that there is this like beautiful, you know, queer, uh, you know, culture of Queen and of Freddie Mercury and all. That. And I had no idea. I was just like, this is basketball game music. And and so now I listen to Queen all the time and Freddie likes Queen and it's like great. But I'm yeah. like this. I, I just feel so sad for my childhood self being like, this is for really Jockey butch men <laughs> yeah i just remember yeah. when i remember when henry won the uh the skate not skate hockey 
It was a uh, skate hockey. What is that? <laughs> roller hockey. <laughs> when he was playing roller hockey, but still doesn't know how to ride a rollerblade, so he did it with just steel-toed shoes on as the goalie. And um, but it was with he's with all these like beautiful Greek boys, hmm. and good lord, did I love the Greek boys! And at the end, like they won some championship. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. I mostly was just staring at the Greek boys. And uh, my mom rolled up at the end when they won, and was like, "Blair and we are the champions from the car." And I was so embarrassed. I just didn't. I was like, that's not my mother cavorting around. No, because I wanted to be a sleek Greek goddess for them. But turns out none of the Greek boys uh, wanted to sleep with me. Uh, well, you know what? That's probably good. What are they doing right now? You know, they're, what are they all dentists? They're all dentists. They're either dentists or, or, yes, or, because, like, there's this place called Tarpon Springs that's close to where we grew up that is, like, the Greece of America or whatever they say, and, uh, and, uh whatever that town says. And the so dental just, capital of the world? It was just filled with these beautiful Greek men and women. All, both of them are, they're all beautiful. They are, it's true. But wait, are dentists overrepresented in the town? Is it also, is it, like... Is we there do. like a dental training school there? There's no dental training school there. I just know at least three of the Greek dudes I went to high school with became dentists. Great teeth. They better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it just shines in their olive-toned skin. Oh, just those little towns filled with people with implants and mm-hmm. like teeth too big for their face. Too so, big. Teeth yeah. too big. Man, speaking of um, my uh, sexual exploits, I, um, I watched... There's no spoilers here, and I know that neither one of you guys care about this, but I did see Avengers Endgame this weekend, and I also did watch the latest Game of Thrones. And the thing is that Ugh. Game of Thrones, I don't really care as much to talk about. I know we don't talk about that on the show, but I will say for Avengers Endgame, I am I apologize to everyone. I I am I am saying it here and now. I watched Infinity War over the weekend. I'd never seen any of them, and then I watched Avengers Endgame, and you know what? I cried, and I have to say, daddies, daddies, daddies. Oh, I'm sure. Good lord, is that movie? Filled with sexy, sexy people. But the problem is, is that in these damn superhero movies, none of them fuck. None of them have sex. And there's some of them are literal daddies, right? Like they have children. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. And then, yeah. And I'm not even going to talk about it because I know that I'm not supposed to <laughs> yet. But it's really, um, but the daddies. I, I mean, I think that's part of uh, their intent with making those movies is to get all your loins going. My loins were thoroughly got. Yeah. To, uh, I mean, I'm, I don't really want to go too far into the hole that I got into with the Rule 34 porn um, because of this. Because they don't, because I just kept thinking, that was like, why don't they kiss? I just want to watch them make fuck on each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess there's this whole, like, Reddit thing, which just really shows that I'm 100,000 years old, uh, that I... Uh, I, I guess it's like rule 34 porn is that if you can think of it, then there most likely is a porn of it. Right. And so I was looking up <laughs> Thanos porn. I was looking up Thor oh, porn. God. But I was looking it up with other people. So this wasn't like a sexy time thing for myself. Hey, no judgment, man. No judgments. But I got to say, no man, judgment. No judgment. That in, those Infinity Stones really like gave Thanos a throbbing penis. They gave him a throbbing penis? I think like so. A, in, like in, in the, the porn? porn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like a physically throbbing. Oh, it was. It was. It was very throbby. It was really throbby. Naturally. 
Um, I think so, but also like, wouldn't it be, right? But if you think about it, I guess he really never could have kids, so maybe the, the, uh, his throbby wasn't as throbby as we thought. Maybe. I don't know if the two are connected. Hmm. Oh, is that not? I thought the throbby are the penis. The more <laughs> babies they have. It's, right? That makes sense <laughs> to me. I think as a medical professional, I would say that the more throbby, the more sperms that are in the, the more penis. sperms in the in the penis. Yeah. <laughs> because man, if there's one thing I know about, it is doctors and penises and what happens <laughs> and in there. How bodies do things. Yeah. <laughs> and what the pipe goes and what happens in the pipe. Yeah, in they there. got a, they got a couple pipes in there, right? They have multiple pipes. I, I want to clarify for the record that I only made an ugh noise because my life all week has been people walking into spaces where people are talking about Avengers and Game of Thrones and then like I don't watch Game of Thrones but I do care I, I like Avengers I just haven't seen it yet and so like I feel like I am like the person who walks into the room and then people are like oh Oh, uh, she's here. You know, so I'm just a big ruiner all week. I understand. Well, also, uh, but I mean, you are, you've got a lot going on, you know, inside of you and around you. <laughs> like, you can't just drop yeah. everything and go see a three hour long fucking movie. Yeah. You've got a lot of stuff going on, Molly. Yeah. I do. And, and, you know, the problem is I never, I really didn't, I thought that before I had a kid, I was ready to never go out and do anything. Um, and I just didn't quite understand the extent to which you truly never go out and truly never do anything. Um, and so that's been a little bit of an adjustment. But then when I do go out, it's like a big deal. And so I'd rather go to like Benihana, which is what I did last night to observe my three-year wedding anniversary, yeah. than to go to a movie because I Happy just Happy wedding anniversary! <laughs> Happy anniversary! Thank you. You guys are both very well represented in the pictures. Yeah! Holy, oh man, that was a sweaty time. <laughs> I just remember how fucking sweaty I was. I also remember how amazing, man, your look on your wedding day, Molly, was oh, just, awesome. oh my God, with the slick back hair and the light up shoes and like cool as fuck vest suit. I don't know what it was, but it was awesome. And I Thank love you. it. Thank you. And the, I, dan the, dance, the dance flash mob was, I still remember it. Yeah, it thank you. I spent a lot of yesterday piece. thinking about the dance to Pat Benatar's We Belong and mm -hmm. really wishing I could go back to that that moment. But instead, I went to Benihana, and that was also okay. And that's, again, that's the one with the onion ring volcano? Yes, correct. Choo-choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the onion train is going. Choo-choo-choo. I, I love that this is like, I feel like, I know that you've always enjoyed Benihana, but I feel like you've been going more now that you are pregnant and I think that <laughs> do you think that has something to do is this something you are craving right now uh it's there it's because the reason is because you really it's only it's even though we went to Benihana before like we go to Benihana more than no, normal people but you're really only supposed to go on like your birthday or a special occasion but that's now the only time I ever go out so that's why it seems like Benihana is overrepresented <laughs> you know so it's like <laughs> if, if I was pregnant I would just demand to do what I wanted all the time. All the time. And so I would do birthday things constantly. I'd make people take me places that are supposed <laughs> to be for special. Isn't events. that the best part about being pregnant? Is that That's everyone has I to think. do everything for you? Is that how? Isn't that how it goes? Just treat it like nine months of birthday. Just go everywhere yeah. and tell them constantly yeah. tell them that you got a free frozen yogurt and stuff. 
I want to. I'm going to wear a pregnancy crown. And I'm going to have a pregnancy scepter. Mm-hmm. It's essentially just going to be my hot dog ambassador crown and scepter that I'm going to create. Except on the hot dog, there's going to be a baby coming out of a little nub on the end of the hot dog. Oh, like a baby hot dog? Yeah, like Aww. a baby hot dog, like a little, like a little weenie, like a cocktail, a cocktail weenie weenie. coming Aww. out of it. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm just going to go get me things. I'm only going to talk like this. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. And Jeff's going to fall more and more in love with me every single second. He better. He better. He better because I have to do all of it. Do you ever yell that at, at, um, at your partner? Certainly. Especially when uh, <laughs> one time during my first pregnancy when we hit the 20-week mark, he said, it's gone by so fast. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> no. In your body? Has the last 20 weeks gone by so fast? Oh, it's great to hear. As you're drinking a so- glass of wine. I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, ma'am. Only, does Gideon only call you ma'am? Because that's another thing that I think. I need to start coming up with my pregnancy rules, you know, like five or six years out of becoming uh-huh. pregnant, that I think that, like, I need to start really envisioning this. The way that people plan their wedding for a long oh, yeah. time, I'm just going to plan how much of a tyrant I want to be. You need a vision board, you need a Pinterest. You're right. <laughs> a bunch of ribbons yeah. and jewels. Uh-huh. I don't know what I'm going to do with the ribbons and jewels yet, but uh, that's what I'm going to work on it's in my whatever pregnancy whatever the plan. fuck you want to do with them. Whatever I want to do, and I get to eat whatever I want. I know that's also not even true, because then I won't even be able to have hot dogs. Well, I Ugh. think it would be funny if you had a hot dog aversion. You know, sometimes you get aversions to even things that you otherwise would like, and I think it would be, uh, not that I would take any pleasure in any discomfort of yours ever, but Ouch. I do think it would be very funny if you had a, <laughs> a hot dog aversion. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I don't know why you would wish that on me as if we are enemies, <laughs> Molly. Now, I know that you both are, I love that you both are vegetarians, but you're both very open-minded vegetarians, and I really appreciate the fact that you support my love of hot dogs and sausages, and I just wanted to say thank you to both of you, because also I did want to bring up the fact that I took a taxidermy class over the weekend, and it might have been one of the hardest things I've ever fucking done. Well, isn't it basically like mild surgery? I can imagine that being very difficult. <laughs> it's really because like it was from it's from the beginning of it to the end of it. It was an oh. all-day class. And so you take the it's like it was graphic. I'm not going to get into it. It was there were times that I definitely and I am not a squeamish person at all. But there were times that I just have to be like <sighs> okay and then like keep going and because I just like I didn't want to get stoned because I didn't want to like rupture its organs you know what I mean you I had asked this already and you I think kind of answered it but it was like it was like an ethically sourced yes oh yeah yeah, I like to envision that you were there in the morning easing an elderly mouse into its next coil and so you're just like watching on the deathbed and then as the mouse passed away you gently took the mouse and created this that is what happened that's exactly what happened it died gently in my arms and i kissed it (laughs) on its little mouth right as its last breath exited its body and i was just like i'll always love you oh my god which is what the name of my rat is gwyneth ratro especially as i cut off the balls of gwyneth ratro i made it a woman (laughs) and i made her gwyneth ratro 
And she is, the problem is, is that she's the cutest thing in the entire world. I'm going to post pictures of how cute Gwyneth Ratro is. She and is I'm going to make her a little wig. And I'm going to make her some hats. And I'm going to make her, I, I think I'm going to make her a bunch of like, I want to like essentially like get like a bunch of limes and a bunch of beans and buy everything that she bought um, when she was saying that uh, food stamps are something that people can't live off of, which was good in theory, but not in the way that she did it. Remember right. when she did yes. that, where she's just like, I just, I can only get 10 limes, and I got these <laughs> beans, and people can't just eat limes and beans, because she, but it's like, no, that's not all you can buy. Oh, like, God. You're right, people should get more money for soup, but that's a whole other fucking ballgame, but I think that that's what I'm going to do with Gwyneth Retro. I think that's a great idea. Molly, how do you feel about it? I think it's a good idea, but I also feel like we're just very I feel like we're taking tiny steps towards uh, what's the name of the guy in Psycho? You know, I just feel like you're going to start dressing the rat up like. Are you calling people. me Norman Bates? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like it's a little Norman Bates. Like, I feel like I'm not sure whether I'm afraid that you'll dress up the rat in different kind of increasingly relevant costumes or if you'll start dressing up like the rat. Um, See, that ooh. is more of what I was thinking because I also kind of want it to be a miniature version of me as well with you a little have mesh like, shirt on. Like a mommy and me dead rat. Yes! And then I get a little like jizzy for her hand. Aww. Paw, excuse me. But what I like too though <laughs> is that her pee-pee's still there. And so her pee-pee's still, man, it is, it's flaming. So, did you have to remove the balls, or was that a choice you made? You had to remove them. Good cue. Good also, cue, Natalie. They were big. Very big they balls. They were. Yeah. Why? Huh. Wait, why? Sorry. Why do you have to remove them? Um, or else they'll deteriorate inside of the body, so you have to, like, so it'll just get all gross and become rancid. So you have to get rid of all the meat before you, like, borax the skin. But not but the, the penis? But, not, but the pee-pee's there, yeah, because it's more of just, like... You cut off all the the inside of the peepee, oh. and then you leave the peepee skin. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, have I pushed you guys finally too far? <laughs> Is this where I do? It's not all the hot dog talk, but the taxidermy talk. That's where that's where I should probably not go into. <laughs> Although you got to see Goth Daddies, because Goth Daddy named his Rodent Downey Jr. Oh, <laughs> was it the same? Was it the same species? Yeah, they were. It was somewhere like um, black and white, and somewhere white, and somewhere all black. So both of ours were white because we're both um, like angels. Yeah, like we're like angel people, mm -hmm. and so we wanted our rats to really like have that shining forth from their soul. Got it. But they were they were rats though. They were yeah, they were rats. Okay. I keep calling it a mouse, I think. Yeah, they were bigger than that. But yeah, they were all, it was all like, and also what was cool is like, we were taught from a dude that is a taxidermy apprentice. So it is just like, and we were talking to the head dude for a while and he was just talking about the art of taxidermy. Totally. It is insane what they can do. It, it, I, like, it's crazy. I feel like I have so many questions and I'm sorry, Molly, if this is like a disgusting topic <laughs> for you. I don't I, I'm be just, sorry. I, <laughs> it's, not, it's not you who brought this into our home, Natalie. It's not, you have nothing to be sorry about. I just, and at least I don't live with you anymore, so you never have to have it in your home. Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Admit it. 
You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other Annies. Also, don't worry, I'm singing the alien ant farm version of the song. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why I decided to take action and get the smooth criminals out of my computer and protect myself from cyber criminals. I use ExpressVPN. Yes, cyber criminals sounds actually pretty metal, but in reality, we aren't talking about robots running amok trying to be vigilantes in the streets. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address, which is probably especially for the best after all the Thanos porn. I've been watching. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. One click for protection is way easier than rolling on a pee-pee glove, which is why I actually use ExpressVPN. For less than seven bucks a month, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. I was kind of living in the old people dark ages about all this stuff until I started using the service. Every computer is a portal for crimes and sex. I'm down with the sex part, but I would definitely be considered more of a rough criminal. Only thing smooth about me is my drinks. Smoothies? I I don't know. I was trying to make like a a punny joke, but I don't think it worked. Or making you think about my nethers. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash page seven. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash page seven for three months free with a one-year package. Sometimes you gotta watch 13 seasons of a little show I like to call Sister Wives to really understand that all family and relationships should be run like business models. Always working, never smiling. But hey, slap another wife on there because I am working and smiling using HoneyBook, an online business management tool that lets you control your client communication, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. And oh, honey, is my life easier. Way easier than it would be having to share my man because I'm the youngest and I don't like to share. If you're a creative freelancer or small business owner, HoneyBook helps you stay organized with custom templates and automation tools. When your hunk of burning love starts yammering about how love should be multiplied, not divided Cody Brown style, you ain't got a fear with HoneyBook on your side. You can even use HoneyBook to consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, and MailChimp. So pump out those children. I'll always know where Jackie Jr., Jackie the third and Jackie the one that should have stayed in mommy a little bit longer are when I am HoneyBook organized and over 75,000 photographers designers event professionals and other entrepreneurs have saved hundreds to thousands of hours a year anything that saves me time and lessens the amount I want to throw my computer against the wall I am 1000% here for it's your business just better 
with HoneyBook. And addition of sister wives is not required. Right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off your first year with promo code PAGE7. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code PAGE7 for 50% off your first year. Get paid faster and work smarter with HoneyBook.com, promo code PAGE7. I think it's a cool it's a cool art form for people who uh for whatever reason if you your pet passes away some people like to have it memorialized yeah uh in this fashion which is you know your choice yeah completely <laughs> so, um I'm glad that people do it and I think that there is an art to it yeah did you was there just a basket of them like, how yeah. do you choose your animal? They were all, well, they were all frozen. We were all doing rats because oh, the next class sense. they're doing are, are birds. And so that wow. would be a whole other ball game. But it was kind of cool because I felt like I was in Ace Ventura when nature calls when I walked into this space because it was just filled with taxidermy. Oh, like in that guy's office? Yeah. yeah. And like, but there was also like an actual elephant head. Oh no! Yeah, it was huge. No, that oh. sucks. It was really big. I don't like that. No, 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 I don't no. like that either. But it didn't have like the tusks or anything. But it did wasn't he like, like kill that. an elephant? They didn't kill an elephant. There was something that they like. It was like a vintage one that they had had uh, from like the turn of the century. Oh, right, some, so some like, old asshole killed it. So, so, oh yeah, it was like like a really long time ago. So they were just refurbishing it. Oh, I see. And it was, but it was very interesting because you could actually touch the skin. Oh. I know that was an old one though. That one we can't. You know, we can't do anything about that one. He already had his head off. There was a field trip that we used to go on to like a nature preserve in elementary school every year. And it always culminated in this like nightmarish experience of being left in a room full of taxidermy. And I would always have like a panic attack about it because I find them to be very scary and unnerving. And and they're they're everywhere. Because it is an art form because they make them look so lifelike. Mm -hmm. It's insane. I mean, it's a corpse. It's a corpse. You're in a room full of corpses, decorative corpses. and corpses. I'm going to be taxidermied one day. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, right? And you could dress me up as much as you want. You could do whatever you want with me. Man. It's, and it's not a judgment, like, especially for people who hunt, like, use all the parts or whatever. Use all the beautiful parts of your rat. But, like, uh, I, I just... It on a on a on a non judgmental but deeply personal level, it just gives me the willies. Totally, I completely. Oh you, yeah, you know definitely. what also gives me the willies is Barbara Corcoran's seventieth birthday party. <laughs> have you ever watched Shark Tank, Molly? I know Nat has. I know I have. You know, it's for, for some reason Shark Tank is not what I want out of a reality show because I I I. It seems so capitalist to me, and I have no business spirit. And so I, I've, I've never watched it, although I know that it's a lot of fun. I do understand, and it, but it is a lot of fun, and it always makes me upset that Barbara Corcoran never says, you are the weakest link, goodbye, which I <laughs> keep saying lately, and I really can't stop saying it, and I don't know what to do about that. That's a whole other. I'm, I'm um, happy to bring it back. That's okay. You are the weakest link, goodbye. Henry really hates it. <laughs> well, that's perfect for a sister Which, to do that. Which, of course, then. is why I'm going to keep saying it. But Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank had her 70th birthday party. What she did was that she set up a coffin in front that she laid in in this, like, beautiful red Carolina Herrera gown. And she made people come up as they were entering her party and kneel down on this little, what is it called? Churchy Neely? Oh, don't look at me. Uh, Pew Neely? What is it called? I think they call it a Molly. kneeler. Kneeler. Kneeler? A kneeler? Okay. I don't so they know. Had this, 
I don't know. <laughs> None of us but know. Yeah. Actually, yeah. They had a kneeler in front of her, and then they had a cutout cardboard, uh, a, cut- a cardboard cutout of a nun that was, like, kind of surprised, which also made me think of, like, how much I would kiss on that nun just because, like, you can't, um, she can't stop me. And then they all had to pay their respects to her. And then afterwards, after 90 people filed in, she put on the song uh, I'm Alive by Diana Ross and um, jumped out of the coffin and danced the tango. With who? And I think by herself, she said, what the heck? You only die once. You might as well be around for it. Uh, well, this is a billionaire. I mean, She's a billionaire. I do, I do love this. I do love the She's idea that she made everybody talk about her best character. Talk about her death yeah. to her on her birthday, and actually, kind of a power move. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm yeah. not opposed to this. Yeah, I mean, I like. I I would like to know what what ni- only the nice things people would say about me when I died, and so. That's nice. Did she like hold her breath the whole time? Like, how did they? You know what I mean? They like, knew she, she was, was alive. alive right? She'd be b- yeah. They a did smile. know she was alive. Oh, they did. I think they knew she was alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that they were invited to a birthday party and not a funeral. But I don't know because then I see on that like wholesome Reddit thing about how like this these people had a surprise wedding. Everyone thought it was a Halloween party, so they all like came in costume. Yeah. But then it was a wedding, which that's also a fun idea. I, that is, that would be really um, an interesting twist on it if she tried to convince them it was her actual funeral. See, that's actually kind of fun. Or I would love to have a birthday party that actually was my funeral. And everyone showed up and they were like, what do you mean she's dead? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise funeral. Surprise. She's so fucking dead. Do you miss her yet? Do you miss her yet? Um, I would love I if you that. put a bunch of really weird things in your will about your funeral. I would love, I think it's probably illegal, but I think it'd be awesome if you taxidermied yourself and you like insisted somebody in our family like had to have you in the house. I mean, the problem is, is that Natalie, you know, it would be your house. <sighs> I know, I know Jackie, but I will respect your wishes. <laughs> I would put different outfits on. I'd want you, different outfits, but I'd like keep underwear on you all the time, so you weren't just like nude. Thank in our you, house. because I really don't need to think about that. Because no. also, it's just like any kind of sitting position, like no one wants to see someone else sitting when they're nude. What if they? What if you put <laughs> uh, taxidermy Jackie? Like it, if if that just became like the kind of you know how everyone has like a chair that they put their coat on when they come in the house? Like it could just be <laughs> yeah. Jackie. I I love that. And you're like, I ah, just throw it on Jackie. <laughs> but then I'd love it if at that point we could fit we could figure out a way so that like there's like an Alexa or some sort of robot living in your house that every time someone said the name Jackie from the corpse and said, That's my name. Yeah, like but it maybe we could animate you like a Chuck E. Cheese doll. Uh, you know, like the, the the old animatronics. Yes. So it would be like a really upsetting robotics version. It wouldn't look real at all. But oh my god! Your mouth would sort of move. But I wanted to have teeth. Like I don't know if you guys watched the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, <laughs> but I think that I would I like did. it to also. I'd like to uh, for you guys. Part of my will. I want my teeth to be ripped out, but I'd like bigger teeth to be put in. Just like just slightly off. Yeah. Like Uncanny Valley style. Uncanny Valley. Now that I know what Uncanny Valley means, I just feel so cool. Yeah, you um, use it. I, I use it's it all sad. the time. Well, Natalie, since she'll be in your house, you can put her by the door. You can also put like an, like the Alexa technology in her so you could just have her do stuff. Say You could have pre-recorded yeah. things, but you could be like, Jackie, sing 
Metallica and then she could, you know, or sing Linkin Park. Until it sleeps. Linkin Park. Now that you know November Rain, the songs are. I could sing November Rain. The options are endless. Almost endless. Virtually endless. I do know a lot of songs. And I also know Gangsta's Paradise, which plays in the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I was so, I felt personally attacked that they used Gangsta's Paradise in the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. That's no. But that is yuck, not what. Yuck! No, that is not what. Coolio. Coolio. Wanted from that them. is not what Coolio wanted. In fact, I was just singing this song the other day, talking about how one day I hope to really embarrass my children by singing every word to Gangsta's Paradise in front of their friends. I hope so too. Because yeah. I'm the whitest person alive. But man, do I love the fuck out of Gangsta's Paradise. And also Amish Paradise. Yeah. Also Amish Paradise. And I've said on the show before, but I really love um, uh, the other Coolio. Um, it's not a deep cut. It's the old, only other. I mean, not the only other. It's the only other Coolio song I know, but the one that goes, I'll see you when you get there. See you when you get there. I, I think that it's funny because I I think I only, every time I hear this song, I think about you. Because I didn't <laughs> know that song until you sang it. And you're like, no, 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 you know this song. I actually you know don't think song. I know that song. You don't know that song? No. You, I feel like you would know it if you heard it. Maybe. Because then I heard it and I was like, oh, that's the song Molly was talking about. It was like, yeah. it was maybe from a movie? It, or, or, I mean, maybe. I, it, was about, it was like a sweet song about death. It was like in the kind of, I associate it with like the sweet songs, hip hop songs about death, like in the Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, yeah. you know. I'll see you at the crossroads, so you up and lawless. See you at the crossroads, so you up and lawless. I love that goddamn song. <laughs> but people are mad because uh, because Sonic the Hedgehog is not, you know, G A. N-G-S-T-A enough to earn that song. Wait I mean, a second. I are think, you telling me people are angry about a video game? I know. Well, it's a movie. They made it into a movie. I know. I know. And, and they, yep, they've got feelings. I don't think anyone cares about the Gangsta's Paradise part. I think that might just be me. It does look like Jim Carrey is um, in this movie with a gun to his head. Like Could he, be. It looks like he's being forced to do something he does not want to do. I, I have a little bit of a, a hot take on that, I think, because... Ooh, do tell. <laughs> just uh, uh, everyone's saying he, he looks like he's, like, drugged out, and I don't think... I don't know. Maybe he is. He might be drugged out. Um, but I'm wondering if he was taking a, a more passive tone with it because of people freaking out about him always overacting everything. Because, I mean, Jim Carrey was my... I was obsessed with him when I was 12. Oh, yeah. That's why I, I was had, excited to talk to you about this, because I know that you are number one Jim Carrey fan. Yeah. I, I had, instead of, like, teen teen bop things when I was a tween, I had Jim Carrey shit plastered on my walls, which is <laughs> shocking that I ended up marrying your brother. <laughs> <laughs> and we all obviously know, uh, being alive in the 90s, he is known for being way over the top with everything he does and yeah. he, he likes to be a cartoon so I don't know why he chose Sonic but maybe he chose that moment to go like I'm to go going serious. to take a more subdued finally take version it down. Yeah. of Dr. Robotnik and I think maybe it was a choice you're right though and I, I support do, him I hope so 
what about that one? It's, I haven't seen it since it was in the theaters, but Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Wasn't he like a real actor in that? Oh, my God. Yeah, there's so a couple good. movies he's done where he's been pretty good. And Was I talking to you guys about this? I recently rewatched it, and don't. Don't no, rewatch it. No, I don't want I to. I cried and cried and cried, and it was just like, especially, like, I thought it was so sad when I watched it when it came out when I was in college, and then I haven't seen it since. I was like, oh, that's just a sad movie. And I was like, I was cheaped out of my fucking gourd, and I was like, I want to watch something sad. And I watched that, and it hit me on a different level this time, especially as someone that has gone through way more heartache and way more shit at this point, and it it hurt me to the core. Like, I couldn't <laughs> stop thinking about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need to see it. It's on Netflix, so maybe you should watch it. You love crying. You love crying movies. I love to cry. I do sometimes. And Natalie, do your loins still move for Jim Carrey today? I still love him. See, when I I did love him, it was before I had sexuality, really. So even Uh then, I I did want to be with him in a way that was like, I want him to like look at me and think that I'm cool. Uh huh. I know what you mean. We'll hang out. Yeah. So it was never like a, he was never like a masturbation. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a hachi machi for you. Yeah. So I still love him in that sense. Uh, I would be excited to see him, but I know he's been going through a lot of shit lately. He's so. really. Do you ever look at any of his artwork and all that? Oh yeah, stuff? he got into a fight with um. Who's uh, Mussolini's M- granddaughter? M- Mussolini's granddaughter on Twitter. What about what? Because he Fascism. painted a portrait. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. She got yeah. mad. She tried to. She tried to. She tried to blame him for the atom bomb. Because she was like, "What's the difference between what my grandfather was a part of and the atom bomb?" And the, he's, she was talking to a Canadian who was not <laughs> not around even that's that not, at all. That's not. That's not how old is this girl? What is she like? A kid? No. Oh, she's just, she's a full on. I think she's a young full on uh, woman. I think she's an adult, but like a young person. But there, my favorite tweet about that was like, uh, imagining like Jade and Hitler, Adolf Hitler's grandson, tweeting it, getting into a fight <laughs> with Jim Carrey. Mussolini's granddaughter is just like, hey, don't badmouth my grandfather. You know, famous oh, dictator, fascist Mussolini. It was a good. You know, that was I. I was. I'm always happy to be in Jim Carrey's ring, but I was particularly happy to be in it then. That was definitely a peak. 2019 situation. <laughs> I will say that she is definitely, uh, she is quite an interesting looking woman, man. Good Lord. I don't even know what her face looks she's like. She's got a, it's just, she looks like a face made for screaming. Oh, wow. Yeah, right? she's got a big old She mouth. also looks a little bit uh, like, a, um, like, what's it? Penelope Cruz. Oh boy, don't tell Penelope. No, no, no. In in uh god damn it, House of Zabrowski. I just want to call it House of Zabrowski. Versace! Versace! Uh, oh yeah. She does look a little bit like Donatella. That she moves Donatella, way more like Donatella. Yeah. yeah, she does. She does right? look like yeah, she does look like Donatella. It's a lot. Maybe or maybe am I just being Italian racist? Maybe. I'm sorry. But I'm also I'm with you. So But also alone. Penelope Cruz is an Italian. So I feel like then all all around, you yeah, know. We're just, this is all bad. But it's such God, you <laughs> gotta watch bad. it. You gotta watch it so good. Oh, that, and that was so fun. I can't believe that I watched it all of it twice. And you know what? I loved every second of it. It's pretty wonderful. You know what I also love every second of? Dude. So have you guys heard about Alien the Play? Yeah. 
I am so I so I've been kind of following this story, and so Alien the play was written in the, by these New Jersey high schoolers that essentially turned the movie Alien into a play and put it on. And when um, so everyone's kind of been talking about this, and at first, of course, they like had made jokes that they were going to get sued for using the movie. But at this end of the day, it, it is a it's a high school that did it. But it's also amazing because they've like been raising a bunch of money. Ridley Scott gave them five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which was awesome. But then my favorite part is for their last day of performance, Sigourney Weaver flew there to watch the show and then went backstage to congratulate all of them. And there's this video uh, from ABC of just Sigourney Weaver walking backstage and they didn't know that she was there. And them losing their fucking minds. Oh, I love it. Because Sigourney Weaver was just like, you guys did a great job. I'm so glad that I came out to see this. How amazing is that? That's fucking amazing. I mean, I can watch those kind of videos all day. Right? Yeah. It just makes me so like, especially I, I just love, I love Sigourney yeah. Weaver. I thought you were going to say, I love theater. I love high school theater. I love children's theater. I love it. I want a castle on cloud. Shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. I got to go there in my sleep. Man, do the Duggars ever sing? Yeah, but they only sing. um, they They can play instruments, and they sing, like, you know, Bible songs, but it's all... The, the, the one, the molester one, he sang at his wedding. You have to watch that. It's it's so insanely disturbing. Josh Duggar? Yeah. He sang to his what wife. What did he sing? A song he wrote, and it was just like, I will always love <laughs> <laughs> No, you got to watch it. Uh, I'm definitely going to look this up. I, you never, oh, God, ew. And they're having, I think, I think they're having their sixth child. Yeah, well, they're, they're still popping them out. They are just doing all of it. But Thanks. it's crazy because I did, I just, I, I do get excited now that we can loosely discuss Duggars every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Because I saw that Joanna's pregnant, mm-hmm. and last I watched that show, she was a baby. She got married. She was like 19, so. Okay, that's not, I, I just. Pretty bad. <laughs> man, they all just grow up so fast. I've been slamming so much Sister Wives lately. Because I hadn't watched the 13th season, and <sighs> you they and don't want to move. You they don't want to move. You and Wendy uh, were enjoying it right in front of the TV. Yeah, it was very it. funny, Molly. I uh, I've been, I was watching Wendy over the weekend, and I didn't know that Natalie was coming home earlier than Henry, and he forgot to tell me. So Natalie walked in, and I when I watch Wendy, I turn the living room into a fort that's just like <laughs> a bed and filled with pillows, and Wendy and I just hop from the couch to the bed in the living room, and it's just right in front of this huge television. So <laughs> Natalie came home, and Wendy and I are laying in the bed curled up watching Sister Wives <laughs> and I'm drink, drinking a huge coffee and I was like, oh, you're home early. I was like, well, you literally know now exactly what Wendy and I do when you're gone. I was, I was just jealous. I want to keep that bed out there all the time. Right? It's great. And then we sit and we cuddle and we watch reality shows. I watch all of the reality shows that I don't ever have the time to watch. And she loves it and I love it. Then we sat and we had a whole conversation about um, Guy Fieri because now he's just bleaching from the soul patch down like in a stripe have you seen this really i need to look this up it is um i feel like it's like a it's an all or nothing kind of situation Mm. you know what i mean 
And now I, I mean, Guy I, Fieri, you know, he he, you know, does new boundaries. There are no there there are no walls that can contain him. It's I, I, I and I hate I never want to ask for more bleach on Guy Fieri. But this might be the one time that's like just t- do the whole potato. What is that? What's the phrase? I see the what it is you're caboodle? describing. Kitten caboodle. Right, the stripe. He's got um. He's got a weird racer stripe on his face now. It looks like he's got a regular goatee that's brown, and then like a like a glob of something left on his chin that's hanging down, and the glob of something is a glob of blonde Bleached hair. Bleached hair. Is it maybe that's just his natural hair growth, and you guys are being that is probably what it is. Who am I? To judge what naturally happens on a man's facial hair. Maybe he, because he bleached his hair for so long, it started to just produce from his pores. Oh, that God. That's awesome. a good guess. That, wouldn't that save a bunch of money, too? Yeah. He just wears a lot of, like, faded flame shirts. And so I think that he might be trying to do, uh, uh, achieve the same effect uh, on his face. Ooh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. trying to have a faded look. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he does like, look like, faded. He does. The equivalent of those like Gadzooks flame shirts, but in beard form. <laughs> oh. You know, I support him because Guy Fieri is one of the few completely a thousand percent wholesome people. Oh still yeah, he's left. a nice, nice dude. And Agreed. so, I, honestly, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah. No, I I used to really make fun of him, but I think Kissel kind of turned it around, and I was like, you know what? There are so many horrible monsters in this world, and he seems like a nice man. And he seems like he really does love his family and is so proud of everything that he has built himself. And I know that I feel like we have this conversation maybe once a month, but you know what? <laughs> I still love Guy Fieri. We got to make sure. We got to make sure everybody's happy with Guy Fieri still. And because if anything comes out about Guy Fieri, Oh, I, no. I, I'm gonna be I, I don't know I don't know what I'll do Because you know That's what it is If you go straw. back and forth yeah. Between watching Guys Grocery Games And watching Chopped It's that Chopped and all these other shows They pretend as if Something serious is happening And in fact Nothing serious is happening You have to make A fucking gas streak With like a A, a, a giant chocolate bunny You know And they're like uh, You know I just really feel like If I can do this It'll prove to my daughter That you know Women can do anything <laughs> And then like When you when you watch guy, Guy's grocery games He's like Oh Meet the can You know and it's, just, it's just so much better It is It takes it all is. of the seriousness Out of it It's true there's no business like snow business for all your home good needs. Don't we all need to up the Ethel Merman diva lifestyle in our lives? Snow makes luxury essentials for every room in your home, minus the markup, so you can live like an Ethel without making it rain like an Ethel. Do you have rhythm? Do you have music? Who cares? We've got great sheets. Who can ask for anything more? Snow's products are made to last and created by master craftsmen. Snow makes incredibly soft, award-winning sheets and fluffy duvets. Or try out luxurious air-spun cotton towels and robes. Life is better when you are comfortable. Because I've got my bed and I would never in a thousand years ask for anything more. Who needs a man when I'm jonesing on my own touch? 
They also have super durable dishwasher safe porcelain dinnerware and wine glasses with titanium and four stems. Cause Snow knows everything's coming up dish. Everything's coming up great dishes. Snow has received rave reviews from Vogue, Fast Company, Apartment Therapy, and more. I had a dream. I dreamed it for you, guns. Do have great home goods, yuns. And if it wasn't for page seven, then how would you get the promo code for sheets? It's the home collection of your dreams, priced for your reality. It's delightful. It's delicious. It's the snow. And right now, Snow is offering our listeners $30 off your first purchase of $150 or more when you go to snowhome.com slash page seven. That's S-N-O-W-E home.com slash page seven to get $30 off your first order. Again, visit snowhome.com slash page seven for your special offer. Save my eyes, save my sweet little eyes. Give me screens, but don't hurt my eyes. You probably don't realize it, but the average American blasts their eyes with bright screens for 11 hours every day. Then you think about what you do all day. You know what? That doesn't seem so crazy. Like the bi-weekly worm time I still have staring at pictures of Stevie Nicks, wanting to be Stevie Nicks, and then cursing that blasted Lindsay Buckingham. But the fact is, you can't stop looking at screens. Or thought condemning Lindsay Buckingham to hell. But you can protect your eyes with a pair of Felix Grey glasses that are available with or without a prescription. Felix Grey glasses are a lifesaver for me. They're they're like my Mick Fleetwood. Except I'm not having sex with my glasses while I'm still being married. But they filter out 90% of high-energy blue light and eliminate the glare coming off all those screens. So stare at them screens for hours and write that heartbreak music and we'll show all the men trying to keep us down that we can be successful with or without you and without tired, dry eyes, blurry vision, or headaches. Unlike other blue light filtering glasses, Felix Grays have no yellow lens tint, so you can see everything in its true color. With my Felix Grays on, I can see the dang true color seeping out of dumb Lindsay Buckingham's pores. Now, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I try to never truly dislike someone I don't know, but I really hate Lindsay Buckingham. And Felix Grey frames are handcrafted from high-quality materials like organic Italian acetate and premium German steel. In fact, throwing on some Felix Greys is an easy way to look pretty put together. Mine make me look and feel my Stevie vibes, and they really go with all my shawls. The yellow frames make my big old brown babies pop, and it makes me feel like a like a big old jungle cat on the prowl. You better watch out, boys. I'm fixing to give you cat kiss fever. Felix Grey glasses are available in non-prescription, prescription, and readers. So it ain't no thing if you are like old little four eyes over here. They got glasses for everyone. With free shipping and free returns, there's nothing to lose. Cause if you don't love them now, you can send them back free of charge. But you should order another, cause they really save your eyes. 
Don't go another day looking at screens without the help of some Felix Grays. Go to FelixGrayGlasses.com slash page 7 to protect your papers today. That's FelixGrayGlasses.com slash page 7. FelixGrayGlasses.com slash page 7. Oh my god, let's take all the seriousness out of Idris Elba being off the market officially, ladies. Oh no. How do you feel? How do you, what's your take? I'm happy for him. Yeah? That's my take. Because his wife seems pretty cool. Dude, I, I th- see, the only problem, so all of this stuff, I, of course, want to kiss Idris Elba, especially the mountain be- after watching The Mountain Between Us, which is a horrible movie. <laughs> I can't believe you've seen it. I've now seen it three times. What? Wait, which one's wow. that? Okay, this totally, <laughs> this nullifies my having seen Pay It Forward in the theater twice. I officially right. am exonerated. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right you're right that's why i feel the need to um confess this to you guys um the mountain between us is a it's idris elba i, I don't know if it's idris or idris but i've always said idris um idris elba and kate winslet are on a it's it's the sexy abandoned uh plane you've actually movie. talked about this movie multiple times yes. yeah. yeah oh yeah it's, <laughs> we it's talked about it before good. it came out i did not know that you had seen it three times i've seen it three times and all three times i watched it completely alone which i think <laughs> is the only way to watch it is it just a loosely veiled erotic thriller kind of honestly not even really that erotic it's a lot of long glances of needing and wanting but they're both betrothed to others but also who knows if they're gonna get out the mountain oh they're in a mountain and then she's gotta like it's like they just like have to take care of each other and like she's a a photojournalist that goes all around the world and he's a doctor and so I mean spoiler alert spoiler alert guys no (laughs) they have to go back to their regular lives they do make it off of the mountain, but can they ever forget what happened on the mountain? Did they fuck? Yeah. Oh, wait, but yeah, he, yeah, I yeah. have a question about that. How can they fuck if their goal is to stay not freezing to death? How do they fuck? Yeah, do they just take because their they private find, parts they out? Because they find a cabin. They find oh. a cabin that's abandoned, and so like they fuck in front of a fireplace. Listen... I think if your significant other gets trapped on a mountain with somebody, they Free get fucks. yeah. You just you get that that card or whatever the fuck it's hall pass. Yes, it is hall pass. I think it's hall pass territory. Yeah, and not because, to like, mention you're right. You get a free card. I have a free card for Idris Elba anyway, and I would give my partner uh, who likes women a free any partner who likes women uh, a free card for Kate Winslet because she's gorgeous. So I feel like there should be a free card for yeah. each of them anyway. See, and that was yeah. the thing. That's why I think I was so upset about the movie. Again, spoiler alert, there's only one sex scene, and they don't show that much. And I needed to watch, I wanted more of it. It's because they hired two classy actors, and they needed trashier ones I to know, do the they should have hired me. Like, I'll Ooh, do girl. it. I'll do whatever they want. Who would you want your mountain mate to be? Idris Elba. Oh, okay. Unless, <laughs> honestly, Got Daddy and I, but then it would just be a whole thing. Like, you guys would never be able to go to the premiere to watch it. Does like, Got Daddy, he doesn't act, right? No, so he'd he have doesn't. To also, he'd also have to train to act. To yeah, to I think that we can, we'll get him in some sort of, you know, what is it, Circle in the Square? Molly Theater. What is it, Brett? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> 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 <Let's get, laughs> what's the other one? I 
paid to go to college <laughs> for theater, and I don't know. I don't know these things. You're talking about what acting school he's going to be trained in? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're gonna, Juilliard. We're going to take him to Juilliard, where he's gonna, and then we're going to get him, and then we're going to make a fuck movie. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should actually it might be a profitable for you to start an acting school where you teach people to have sex on camera. I think that I yeah. well, I mean I probably would first have to like and no, I would have to learn how to do it. Yeah. Um because I don't I would never want to watch myself by any means. But I think that um, I think I could just wing it. Yeah, I think I think you'd be a really good coach. I think I would make up a bunch of songs like to the tune of the Tootsie Roll. You put a merkin on your puss, and then you pump, he pump, we pump. And then I'll do a lot of that. <laughs> All merkins, um, though. Everybody has merkins. And no matter what you got down there, everyone's got merkins on. And Crocs? And Crocs. Oh, my God, we have to talk about the damn Crocs. I have to, again, another, this is gangsta's paradise level of being feeling personally attacked. Mm -hmm. So Crocs have just released... A shoe collaboration that features fanny packs for your Crocs. And I think the thing is that what I feel attacked about is that they, 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 in this article it says they're merging two of the most hotly debated fashion trends that have ever existed together. I feel like this is the chopped of shoes. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't know about ever existed. I mean, we've had plenty of... Uh, you know, worse than I, I wear a fanny pack and it's terrific. I really highly recommend it. All three it. of us wear fanny packs. I am wearing one currently. Yeah, <laughs> I always have one on. I have never stopped wearing fanny packs and I can probably find photo proof of the mid 2000s when nobody was wearing them. I was wearing mine from the 90s because I hate carrying purses around. Yeah, yeah. same. Same. Why carry a purse when you can wrap it around your waist? I. Agree, And you never have to take it off. And honestly, living with Nat gave me the confidence to start using fanny packs again because I hadn't used them in a really long time. And I, I'll never go back. Thanks, I will Jackie. never stop. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And I needed you. It's part of my life's mission to bring awareness to fanny pack. And they're going to go back out of style because now they're back in style. But then but that's why I'm going to buy as many fanny packs as I can. And then just have them for the rest of my life. Just keep wearing them and they will eventually come back around. Right. Yeah. It's insane. It's so goddamn convenient. Man, but the, one, the one I had too in, in college, it was awesome because it was one my grandmother gave me in the 90s and it was like Ooh. gold sequin. Oh, yeah. Uh, fanny pack. I love and it. And people hated it. Of course. <laughs> because they just want to rain on your parade. I know. It just and made me it. wear it more. So. See, and that's the best part. But then how do we feel about, so essentially these Crocs have, they're calling them fanny oh. packs, even though technically that's not a fanny pack if it's on your shoes. Then it's a, more of a shoe it's sack. Like a heel, shoe heel pack? Heel pack, yeah. And um, so they're attached to the backs of the Crocs. I, so How I, big are they? It, are they the size of like a quarter? No, they're the size of, what, what would they're that huge. be? They're huge. They're like, big. I mean, they're as wide as the Crocs. So. Yes. And probably like three inches tall. It looks like there's little sleeping bags glued to the back of the crocs that's what it looks like it looks like little mice beds that live on the back of the crocs and maybe that's where uh -oh. i could put my rat <laughs> oh no. no my rat's too big for my croc shoe sacks oh god just glue just glue what's her name 
Gwyneth Ratro. Thank you. To the back of a girl. Yes. <laughs> That's how you're going to pay. Tribute. I bring my rat everywhere I go. <laughs> but now they are. Oh my God! It's just like I like ah ah. I showed it to a friend of mine. And she's like, well, I feel like that would be convenient, like, at the beach or something like that. I was like, but then they're going to get filled with sand. I hate They get filled with sand. I would use this at the beach, but what can I fit in it? I can't fit my wallet. I'm looking at the picture now, so I've got a sense. I could fit my, maybe my phone and maybe my keys, but I couldn't fit my wallet. I don't even think your phone. Probably not my phone. So what is this? This is not a fanny pack. A fanny pack can fit my phone, wallet, and keys, which is all I really want. And so this is like you could put like a – I feel like it would be useful to put like a uh, – you know how when you go to the water park and you put on those little cylinders around your neck that keep all your cash? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's kind of what this reminds me of. I, also, it doesn't seem that safe. I, I still feel like somebody could just run up behind you and yank it off your shoe. <laughs> That's the thing. or Exactly that or what if it just falls off your shoe depending on how safely it's fastened to the Crocs. I can't. I Okay. I'm going to be as shallow and judgmental as I can. Please. I fucking hate Crocs. I think they're disgusting. I understand. I don't think I could have sex with somebody who wore them. I understand. Uh, And I'm I'm sad for our generations below us that are using them as trends. So I've said it. All right. But it's like, out there. I didn't realize how in they were. Remember when we were home yes. for Christmas and like my niece, who is 13 years old, was just like so excited to get Crocs. And then I realized like, oh, teens are wearing yeah. like legit wearing. The, and I and know they that wear Crocs like, are comfortable. I had Croc rain boots. I will that not just try like them on. They are pretty comfortable but honestly i don't like the but they do have these weird bumpies in them that actually hurt my feet they well they also they're they're smart because they made they geared them towards kids by putting little little is it the janglies and bedazzlers and the stuff janglies like, i hate the them, damn janglies like fine little things that represent you and you just clip them on Ooh, your it's like charm crock. shoes that's fun see yes. I've, they got I, charm I, shoes. i'm not gonna wear crocs but i think that the reason why kids like them is the same way if i may i feel like the way that you love fanny packs natalie from childhood because you grew up with them and then you can carry them into your teenhood and your adulthood Kids today, kids these days, grew up wearing Crocs because they are good shoes for little kids, right? Like little tiny kids because yeah. you don't need socks and they can stay on your feet a little bit better than sandals and all that. So think about a 13-year-old now sees a pair of Crocs and has a nostalgia reaction to be like, oh, that's oh like, God. for us, like the version would be like jelly sandals or something. No, like Molly. I wore those when I was a kid. Oh. Why are you showing me a reflection into my soul, Molly? <laughs> no. <laughs> And now, but also that just makes me feel so old that now that they are old, now that my niece is old enough to have, like, she does post that kind of stuff too, where she's like, this is me when I was a kid. Oh my God. This so, is, long so long ago. ago. Oh God. Ugh. Ugh. I'm so old. But thank, thank God we're never going to be 13 again because that's shit. Sucks. Yeah. No, I never, I definitely never want to be ever 13 ever again. Even just watching her go through it uh, hurts my soul. I'm, a I'm stressed bit. out knowing, I'm sure she's going to be fine because she's very smart. She's very smart. I was not at 13. No, no, no. I was very bad. I was very bad at not 13. Not a good kid, no. <laughs> <laughs> but babies, it's time for the list. Oh, Ooh, who's, who's on, on the list? list? Jackie. It's me, I've got the list. Gotta have that list. 
19 weird as fuck porn parodies that really exist. Now, we've had the... Um, I'm afraid I'm going to know people in these. (laughs) We've had the full holes conversation before, which is a full house porn parody, which we've definitely talked about in the past, especially when Fuller House came up. But I will say, please watch some of full holes because full holes is one of my favorite porn parodies. The woodchuck puppets in it. Of course he is Uh, because he has to do that. Oh God, does he stick his his penis through a hole? I think so i haven't seen i've only seen little parts of it because it's hard to find the entire thing i'm sure i don't know how to do those things because it's like i don't know how to find stuff and download it because i again i'm a thousand years old but i really like the name strokemon (laughs) that's good it's clever but i will say that the picture of the woman that is playing pikachu Pikachu. in this is might be one of the most Horrifying things. Oh, also, her name is Dick Dikachu. Uh, <laughs> not clever. That part's not clever at all. No, but she looks like a nightmare person. Like she was obviously spray painted and not spray painted well, no. and has some sort of bald cap on. Yeah, it looks like a horror movie. Um, I am. Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty scared uh, of Strokemon, but I think that it's great. But then some of them are, have just boring names, like Simpson XXX parody. Yeah, that's lame. But I really liked Harry <gasps> Potter, Harry Potter, and the Sorcerer's Balls. Uh, Sorcerer's <laughs> Balls. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Balls. Why didn't they just change it to Sorcerer's Stones, plural? I think. Hey, that's much better. No. It's much better. I don't think as many people know that stones is also another word for balls, though, right? Well, they need to learn. They should learn. I feel like there's a lot of other ways that you could have made this, but I, there's something about Harry Potter that is just so lazy. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. We've got Star Whores. Star Whores. I <laughs> Princess Lay. Yeah. I mean. Bob's Boners. <laughs> I would I see, I would love to play Linda in a Bob's Boners parody. Uh, I like it when there is like, like Harry Potter at least is a play on words, whereas the Sorcerer's Balls is not at all a play on words, you know? And so no. I like having those two, the juxtaposition of, of, a, of a kind of lazy but still pun. We tried something that's not at all yeah. a pun and it's just like balls. Yeah. Th- yeah, Brainstorm mean, the first half. You like, get the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like not the Wizard of Oz XXX? Which wow. again, lazy, lazy, lazy. They should call it the Gizzard yeah. of Oz. There's Damn. so many. Yeah, I mean, that's great right there. That's the so Wizard of better. Jizz would even work. You yeah, know? the Wizard of Jizz would about also work. The Wizard oh, of I do. Jizz. I do know one of these people. <laughs> oh, and an Evil Head? Yeah, Evil Head is directed by my friend, and uh, also, I also know the man who plays... Ooh! Do you think that he would come and help me teach at my school? Absolutely about um, sex tape. He absolutely would. He's in Los Angeles, though. Ooh! All right, I'll get. I'm gonna get him on the line. We're gonna get some evil head up in here. All right, and hopefully we'll get a little bit of the Lord of the G Strings, the female ship of the string. (laughs) He shouldn't use the word (laughs) string. Female ship twice. twice. Female ship. (laughs) That's that's my favorite one. So, but that that also alludes to is the porn about the strings and their d strings. Like, is it like a wedgie fetish? I I don't know, or is I don't know, or is it just like I think that it is a gender bend of of a porn parody, which I appreciate. Sure, 
And I think, I don't know, it's just um, bosoms and capes. They all have really like. nice abs, though. Look at that. Yeah, they really do. And they also, it's like, uh, I just don't know how that pleather is going to hold up in a forest. But yeah, I don't know if it's going to really like save them from t- swords. No, but I but. do think that um, maybe those swords could save them from the 10-inch mutant ninja turtles. Oh, no. And the faces, no. again, on the 10-inch mutant ninja turtles are like, it's like both, all of their eyes go the opposite way, like a chameleon. I do at least say the title's pretty clever. I like Because it's like teenage... Mutant. Yeah. In ten inch. Ten inch. Yeah, that's ten inch mutant ninja turtles. Ten inch mutant ninja turtles. Ten yeah, that's ninja, good. Ninja. I am uh, I am grateful in that shot we don't see their penises in that picture. It, uh, although I see I'm I know that you're grateful, but like then where where are the penises? They probably appear I would imagine they pop out somehow. It's like I don't a know magic? where a turtle's penis is. So I don't know anything about turtles. I imagine it's under their shell, but then that's the thing. So it's like, is it going to grow and then stick out of its groin plate? Somebody's got to explain turtle sex to us. I mean, I think that I'm sure that we could look it up. It's probably in one of these parodies somewhere. I also really liked Ass Venture Time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they try. That's not, that's not terrible. It's not the worst name I've ever What heard. about SpongeBob no! Square Nuts? I've seen stills of this that before. Is- oh. You know, that's pretty good. Two, at least it's two puns, you know? It is. It is. I will give them that, but again, the SpongeBob another character is horrifying. I mean, I guess you're, it's supposed to be horrifying. It's not like SpongeBob SquarePants is cute, really, in general. No, but I think that you could at least make him like quirky, silly, nerdy Fuckable. boy. Yeah, that, that like is like uh-huh, under the sea. And like he doesn't understand women, but maybe he'll understand me, you know? Yeah. I do. The costume does make me kind of want to see it out of just like sheer. Ooh, E-T-X-X-X. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's int- that's a classic. Have you seen this? No, I've uh, I've seen I've seen little clips of it. Yeah. Um. The, again, it's like, I know that these are all supposed to be fun, and I know that we've talked about porn parodies before, but um, they really are the scariest of the like rule because all of this happened because of the rule thirty four hole that I went into. I <laughs> get it. Oh, that's not funny. It's not funny. But also um, Jurassic uh, porn, which I would definitely fuck a man um, probably in, in that was wearing a dinosaur suit. Oh, because he's, is he the one with the, um, the, uh, the head flappies? I think that it's supposed to be the one with the head flappies. Because that's a, that's a cute dinosaur, I would say. I don't know if I'd have sex with that dinosaur, though. I think I'd rather have sex with a velociraptor. I don't remember which one that is. That's the one that Tiny like arms. shoot ah! Tiny arms that like can open up the um that opens up the hatch into the kitchen when they're scared. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The ones yeah, that yeah. are like really vicious but yeah. move really fast. I don't know if I like the tiny arms. Yeah, I guess that would be difficult to have sex with. Maybe a stegosaurus because I feel like it would be nice. Thoughtful. <laughs> really? With all the spikes? Everything? Yeah, I think I feel like it would be thoughtful. And never a brontosaurus. Oh, yeah, I do think. brontosaurus is going to be all sad and shit. Yeah, stegosaurus probably is, like, really sensitive. Yeah, I feel like it's sensitive. You know, it's a plant eater. I'm yeah. into it. But on that note, <laughs> that's it for this week's episode. Oh, good. I'm glad we're ending on <laughs> that. Before we go into, you know, really diving deep into uh, what dinosaurs we would have sex with, I'm sure is a conversation that will come back around mm-hmm. at some point. Um, thank you guys so much for joining. And thank you so much, Natalie. 
Of Ms. course. Natalie. Yeah, thanks, Natalie. Mrs. Natalie Jean, uh, for joining us today. Sisters. Sisters. I'll take any excuse to hang out, even if it's uh, on the radio. Let's I love it. it. Yeah. I love you, and I love, love you, you, Molly, and thank you so much for joining us today. I love you guys. This was a fun slumber party, and next time, Natalie, I want to. I want you to give me, like, the 101 on the Duggars. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. We have to. We have to. We're going to have to go down this hole. We're yeah. going to have to figure I got you, all girl. this shit out. Talk about holes. And I am here for it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you would like some more content, you can head on over to our Patreon page. It is patreon.com slash page seven podcast. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm. And uh, do you have anything to plug, Miss Natalie? Uh, you can just go to my Instagram at thenattyjean. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. We will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.